0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to AQ's Blog and Grill. Today, we're excited to have our guest, Melissa Durrell, here with us. And Melissa has a PR firm in the Waterloo region, and she's also a member of the local political scene. So this is kind of exciting for us. So welcome, (laughs) Melissa.
1: Thanks, Alan. (laughs) Pleasure to be here. Well,
0: thank you. Uh, Now, public relations Mm -hmm. in the future. I mean, we've got this whole social media thing happening. The media is no longer what it was. What's kind of the future in, in your mind for public relations?
1: The future of public relations is a big question. OK, so um, I think public relations for a company is really about communicating what you do. What you, uh, And you know Simon Sinek said it's not what you do, it's why, why you do it. And so you hire a public relations firm to tell people why you do what you do. And so I think, uh, yeah, absolutely. The future of public relations is um, it, it is still media. Media is still a very important part of what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think social media is a massive part of what we do. Uh, I know yourself. We talk about content all the time, mm-hmm. and how important content is. Yes. Well, you can write a blog all all day, all night, and if nobody's reading it, what's the point of writing it? Right. So, uh, social media is a great way to get it out there. Um, you know, I talk to companies about if you're putting great content out there, you can get more hits mm-hmm. than you can for a Globe and Mail article. So, um, you know, a public relations strategy, I think, spans a whole bunch of different spectrums now, and uh, you know, having a strong team that grows with your company Mm -hmm. uh, is an incredible, uh, it's incredibly important, I think, for the success of a business.
0: Gotcha. So, and and in some ways then, uh, just picking up on your point, uh, a good public relations strategy and and tactical plan can help you recruit talent if they know a little bit more about you or your vision is articulated Mm -hmm. in a more powerful way.
1: So, in Waterloo region especially, Mm -hmm. talent is uh, uh, retaining talent and and keeping talent—that's uh, a topic of conversation we have mm-hmm. consistently. So yeah, I mean, if, if you want to be a part of a great company, uh, you're you're going to do your research. Mm-hmm. We have options now. There's a lot of jobs out there in Waterloo region. So as uh, as S- company owners, we need to be talking about what kind of culture that we have, right. and the way you do that is through storytelling, it's through social media, mm-hmm. the different ways. I mean, you know, for my company, we show the fun side of DuralCom through our Instagram. It's a lot more fun, it's a, a lot less PR, but a right. lot more, here's here's what we do in our office, and right. it's often pretty goofy. Uh, we have a great time. Um, but, uh, you know, Facebook, uh, our website, that's mm-hmm. where we put out the strong content where mm-hmm. we're talking about you know communications coaching, pitch coaching. Uh, crisis communications those kind of things so right. we can help people.
0: Excellent. So, I mean, you're very well known and your organization is very well known in this region for being At the top of the public relations food chain. Thank you. And part of that is because of some of the coaching and, and uh, Encouragement you've been giving to startups and their their pitches or their presentations How much fun is that for you?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean uh bring me an engineer with an awesome idea. And I can, I, I, it's probably one of my favorite things to do. Uh, I've been really lucky. Uh, I started as a journalist and Mm -hmm. those skills where you talk to people about, uh, you ask a lot of questions um, and then you get a great story out of it. I mean, that's what I do. I craft stories. And so uh, I work with these young engineers, mathematicians, MBAs, and they've got this great business idea, but what they don't uh, what they can't connect is, um, you know, saying statistics and how much revenue you're going to make, and the problem you're solving, the solution that you're that the solution that it's going to be mm-hmm. doesn't stick. I mean, oftentimes you can hear fifteen pitches. And I'm sure you have. Yes. And all of the, half the time you're thinking, oh, well, what's for dinner tonight? Mm-hmm. So what I love to do is get into a room with those uh, CEOs and talk to them about what their story is. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite is Herman Lowe, who's, uh, he had a company called Views IQ. Yeah. And uh, he, it was, it's a, a microscope online. He would take right. a blood sample and shoot it back yeah. to a doctor. Yeah. So Fabulous. saving tons of money because uh, they were sending blood samples by FedEx, saving... Um, time because uh, this sample was going through FedEx. Uh, what we didn't have was a great story until we found Baby Sarah. Baby Sarah is like a thing we have a Communitech right now. So Baby Sarah was flown into a hospital in rural BC. Her blood sample was seen within minutes because of Views IQ technology. Mm -hmm. Baby Sarah lives today because of Views IQ. We go from life saving technology and before we were talking about time saving and money saving. What are you gonna remember when you walk out? So what we want companies to do is have Stories that make your make the the hair stand up on your arms, right. full body mm-hmm. goosebumps. To say I've got to be a part of this company because yeah. we're talking to angel investors and venture capitalists, yes. and frankly, these people aren't easy to uh, impress. No. <laughs> no, so you got to you have to have a great story, you have to have a great presentation, and you have to be different than everybody else. Yeah.
0: Well, I remember, <clears throat> and you you probably helped with these guys too, Renemy. Yeah. Uh, coming out of uh, Communitech and uh, Hyperdrive. Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean. (laughs) Yes. And, you know, they've been guests on the show. And I remember them practicing and practicing, practicing their slideshow. Yep. Guys, you understand that no investor is going to watch your slideshow. They're not. No, Scott, they're going to be watching you. Mm -hmm. You are a very distinctive looking individual. Absolutely.
1: They want to hear your story. And it's such an interesting one. He has a great story. Yeah. There's a Jim Moss, I know, has been on your yes. show too. Yep. He's got a great story. Yeah. You know, not every company has life-saving technology or has overcome, um, you know, big life moments right. to, to become that entrepreneur that they've always wanted to be. But... Every company starts with a passion, a great idea that they want to bring to market. Right. So, you know, not to—I don't want every st- company to think they have to have this fana- fantastic story, but they—but there is something that's going to make people listen to what mm-hmm. they're saying, yeah. and they're going to listen to a story, and they're going to tune out to stats.
0: And, and and investment comes based on I think the trust and the empathy that you have for the for the owners. And that yeah. story, Melissa, is absolutely key to that. Now, you, you also do crisis management. Mm-hmm. And I guess this comes back a little bit to your uh, background as a journalist.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, how do you help these emerging CEOs and, and founders start to anticipate that at some time
1: mm-hmm. you're going
0: to find your organization or your product in hot water? Mm-hmm. How do you help them understand that there's a way to present the, their news story the best way?
1: Right, so most people don't get a crisis communications plan until they're into it, right. like, uh, yes. deep. Um, but, uh, wh- so what I always do, because I get pulled in when it's, when it's at its worst, yep. and uh, we don't have a ton of time to turn around, But like any journalist, I love to be in the middle of it when it's going down, right? So uh, I often say to them, and it's really simple, get the five smartest people that you have in your company. So Mm -hmm. you've surrounded yourself with the best people, hopefully, right? Yes. So get those five smart people in a room with you and then get a communications coach in. Get someone to come facilitate and come up with a plan that's going to take you for the next two weeks through. So that, I mean, that's easy peasy. If you actually are going to have the foresight to think about it mm-hmm. and step back and say, okay, what are the things that could happen? Mm-hmm. I would still say the same thing. Yeah. Get the four or five smartest people in your company. Great CEOs surround themselves with really smart people. Mm-hmm. That's, That's right. how you succeed. Right. So get those people in a room, spend a half day, buy some pizza and some great coffee, and and actually think about what are the things. How are we going to troubleshoot these things when they do happen or hopefully they don't. But uh, what is our messaging? Who's going to be our point person? Mm -hmm. And you know, these plans hopefully will collect dust. But if they don't, you will be so thankful you're not sweating buckets trying to deal with the crisis when it happens. Well,
0: sure. I mean, part of your responsibility as the CEO or the chairman is to protect the stakeholders in your organization. And mm, that never gets thought of until it's too, it's too late.
1: But they have your employees have a lot in in at stake too. Oh sure. Because it's their company, right? Yeah. Your employees are what make your company amazing. So they have to have a say, I believe, and mm-hmm. what your and what the communication is that's right. coming out of your company in those crisis times. Yeah. So I mean if you would be, I think, crazy not to involve those yeah. people in that.
0: Yeah, they're kind of your ambassadors yeah. out into the community because they're already there. Melissa, there's a lot of people thinking about going into public relations. Mm-hmm. I mean it, it is a great career. What kind of advice would you give them? What would you give them as advice uh, as they're thinking about going into public relations?
1: I, I kind of fell backwards into it as a journalist. Oh. Uh, and so uh, one of the things I like, t- what I look for, is someone who has a really well-rounded education. Mm-hmm. So I actually believe arts degrees are awesome Yay. because you have political science, you have English, yeah. you have history. And to be a great public relations person, you need to know a little bit about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think uh, I, I love a great arts degree. Communications. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I ask people, do you read? The, actually, one of the questions I ask in interviews is, do you read the news? Or when people ask me, I'm getting into public relations. I say, read the news every single day. Like, mm-hmm. get involved. Mm-hmm. Know what's going on in this world. Uh, so I think you have to. Um, I I'd like to see a well-rounded education. Right. Um, it goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway, writing. Writing is yes. so important in public yeah. relations. Uh, and I think uh, being curious, uh, being a great uh, question asker mm-hmm. uh, and um, and a good listener.
0: Yeah, isn't that, that is fabulous advice that, you know, being curious. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Writing skills. That, that's different than just being talker. Yes, I mean, writing is a way to, I think, get the real story articulated
1: absolutely and
0: then you get it right
1: yes yeah, yeah. and it is a PR is a lot about messaging mm-hmm. uh, it's working with people you cannot be an introvert if you're gonna be in public relations right. uh, or at least you won't be successful at it you need to love people and be around them mm-hmm. in times of crisis uh, I mean you are you get the best and the worst of people and that's your job yes. so you gotta love it <laughs> that's yeah great
0: so now you've had your own organization for how long
1: uh, four years four years yeah Hard to believe. We, yeah.
0: Ups and downs as an entrepreneur.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, probably like all entrepreneurs, um, you know, there's moments where you're not sure you're going to make payroll. So mm-hmm. the stress of administration and yep. uh, when, do, when do you hire that extra employee as you're scaling up? I mean, it's those kind of things I think mm-hmm. that those are the things that keep me up at night. I, I, I went from being a, just me. Um, and I now have almost six, well, six employees and, um, and an intern, so we scaled fast mm-hmm. uh, and it's always that question of when do you hire right. without you know, losing mm-hmm. clients because yeah. they're not getting the attention they deserve. Right. Uh, so that's probably the hardest part. I, I always, um, I'm a terrible employee uh, and so I kind of always knew I needed to be my own boss uh, within my own company. I do like to be the main decision mm-hmm. maker. I'm better at that, yeah. I think, than being told what to do. So,
0: so how do you feel then as as a leader? Because I think of you as more of a leader than a boss. I think you're an, <laughs> you're a coach. You're an encourager.
1: Mentor. I love that Mentor, word. Yeah, Isn't that so important, go. especially for important. women these days?
0: Well, yeah, yep. it absolutely is. So how do you feel when? you see your newest staff member become better. I mean, actually go, yeah. Achieve, yeah. Achieve.
1: Yeah. Well, How does it, it make you feel? Amazing. I mean, this is, uh, I think, probably, um, f- I, I think I'm in this weird space where, um, I still have mentors because I still have a ton to learn, but I'm also mentoring people as well. So it's really interesting, an interesting place to be. I'm, I'm loving it because, you know, you can always give back and you can always learn more. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, it's incredible when, uh, I see uh, that people that I've worked with or, wor- or, or have worked with me, uh, go on to do greater things. They're amazing. I, uh, someone I was talking to the other day said, uh, what do you, how do you feel when somebody asks you for a favor? Like, you feel good because mm-hmm. you want to do that for them. Right. And half yeah. the time, it doesn't take that much to do it, right? So I'd rather be that person who is connecting and, and giving back and, and helping them rather than the person always taking, right? That's right. Life's so much better that
0: I, way. I believe you are a giver.
1: <laughs> as as yeah. opposed to a table. My husband might know, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> awesome husband. Awesome husband. Uh, what, what is your husband doing? I, I know he's involved in, in the local community as well here yeah. in Waterloo. What's he up to?
1: He's a high school teacher. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Isn't that remarkable? He's amazing. He's awesome. He's a high school teacher. Uh, like, he volunteers in the community when, mm-hmm. with whatever he can. But, you know, what I love about him is. Um, you know, I've got a job as uh, I run my own company. Mm-hmm. I'm a city counsellor, and so I was, his other job is really just reeling me back when I go when I get too far out. And it's a hard job. <laughs>
0: I, I think you know, Melissa, that, that uh, if you're going to be a successful entrepreneur, you need not just the team that works with you. You need the team at home.
1: Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Someone's got to feed me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's, it's a great support system of, yeah, that whole encouragement and yes, yes we can do this yeah, as opposed to just the I thing. So thank you, Melissa, for being hey, with us today.
1: This has been awesome. Thank you well, for having been. me. Excellent. Great.
0: And thank you for tuning in to AQ's Blog and Grill. You can subscribe by pushing this button right here. And we're looking forward to seeing you again soon. Hughes Blog & Grill.